Welcome to Front Row Geeks. intro this i forgot that we <laughs> oh, this is a different we've week been recording damn it no i just you started just, oh, just started can we start over no i'm gonna probably i mean music is gonna be playing over this part so can we cut we, it? i'll cut it just i'll cut it so that we take off all the racist stuff you said <laughs> yeah where i called, none of it none of it all of it's gone I'm, it's like where i call i can't think i never heard about that say. about the nazis but i mean everyone has their thing yeah apparently it's a <laughs> fetish i'm just kidding <laughs> All right, and welcome. we're back. <laughs> I was trying to think of like something to say, but then it just sounds like I actually was saying something racist because I'm like, but you be... were. I mean, I must I have, mean... have. Did I? Am I racist? Against David, never... say hi, David. Hi, everybody. Hi. So Why new new week. Do we Cut... do have a surprise guest, Mackenzie. Cut out everything I say. Please. It's just gonna be blankness. Yes. It's like <laughs> replace me with the Microsoft Sam voice. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Lovely. Yes. No. We're just gonna special finish. edition version. It's a lot of work for me, Mackenzie. Huh? A lot of work for me. Sorry. I usually just like to spend five minutes editing this and then put it out there. That's why the quality is always on point. A one. Fabulous. Yeah. Eddie here too, and we're gonna do our weekly stand up. Because we were talking about E three last episode. Listen to that. Yeah. Enjoy that. So airplane food, huh? I'm I mean, I like pretzels. I brought pretzels. So, should I be the one starting? Because Justin's not here. Absolutely. I mean, he'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't really blame him for the gunshot wound. That might he be a little He was standing in the way. I Being a hero. Fuck you. Poor taste, maybe? <laughs> That's David's Oh, wait, thing. something actually happened? No, I'm wait. just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no, still poor taste. No, it was a knife wound. Oh, okay. Let's I still say he was standing in the way of glory. Yeah. David, what's been going on? Okay, um, I've been starting to work on that book uh, for story, and I've been hitting into the stupid wall that is known as writer's block. So I have not been playing a lot of games. I have been reading a little bit more recently. Um, also, as a heads up... Uh, Dave, I'm sorry. I have not gotten to your book yet. I will get to it as soon as possible. I thought you'd be done ten times over by now. Uh, let's see. Uh, things that I have been kind of, aside from E3, paying attention to. I've been rewatching the Thundercats 2016 cartoon. So did you, Mackenzie, catch that they were going to redo Thundercats? Mm -hmm. Thundercats Roar. Uh, and that's kind of what led me into rewatching the 2016 is that I had downloaded a really, really shitty version that was like, like three episodes were reversed, like four had like the pop-ups from the TV, 
like a good chunk of them had like a black bar on the bottom for like, whatever reason like all all attempts to ward off like copyright bots. All, all these various things that would basically just prevent copyright from popping up at frg we don't condone anything david is talking about no we don't condone it we're but... winking by the way Right, something's in my eye, actually. I don't know what you... what. Yeah, <laughs> just having a muscle spasm. But uh, I've been re-watching it kind of because of the whole announcement for uh, Thundercats Roar, as well as the return of Voltron, Legendary Defender on Netflix, which was uh, the 15th? Just trying to remember off the top of my head. I didn't... Okay, we were talking about this off, off mic a little earlier. Uh-huh. I didn't know they had that many seasons. I thought this yeah. has only been around for like two years or something. This is How long has Voltron been around? The newest one on Netflix? About like a year and a half now, but there's six Wait, seasons. Wait, what? Okay. So, okay, so I wasn't wrong because he said they're like on season six, but I guess they have not standard season no, counting. It is not standard because it is a, net, a complete Netflix original. Huh. Netflix is footing the entire bill for the animation team, the production writers everything um admittedly the team that is actually doing the work is dreamworks and they're working with the studio dreamworks makes the dream work dreamworks makes the work dream (laughs) uh but basically they've got one of the writers from legend of Korra working on it i didn't know that before uh they've got the uh animation team that did both avatar and legend of Korra doing the animation team and it is written from the same standpoint that technically uh, Thundercats Roar uh, is standpoint is coming from, where it's like they like the original, but they want to improve upon it. And if you're a fan of Voltron, the original like 1980s like mashup that was done, I was not. He was not. I was kind of. Uh, there is a lot of homages that if you're a fan of Voltron, you'll see in it. But there is a lot of hummus. I think he meant homages. Homages. Homage. What's homage? homage? I thought that's what you meant too. Really? Wait. What's what a homage? Mean? Seriously, what? An homage, I think, is like a reference or something like a yeah. respectful reference to something. Yeah, but I've also seen it pronounced homage because of the heard it. Oh, okay, so we're just talking about pr- oh. pronunciation. Okay, yeah. so yeah. it's definitely homage. We're going into a side track. Okay, Los But there's references to the original series in uh, in it that are like if you watched it or know of it, kind of giggle like, oh hey, that's from the original series, as well as new stuff that if you're not like a sixth robot. Uh, just kidding, stop. Actually, <laughs> that's what's kind of being... That's what's from, uh, hinted at at the end of season five. Spoilers! I have not seen season six, so I can't You say just it. spoiled the fact that there will only be five robots for the first five seasons. You spoiled the fact that robots. Come on, it's Voltron. Don't tell everyone about the people in it, too. Damn it, I just said it. Does it exist? Oh my god, you spoiled <laughs> that it's real. But that, not that the story is You said it was DreamWorks. Exists. Not work dream. So, but yes. Appreciate uh, this. Yes, and uh, as such, I I have not watched anything of it yet, but uh, we'll be watching it fairly soon. Uh, I might have to get a shot now because it sounds. I was not a fan of Ultron back in the day, so I didn't really care for it. But 
I might watch it now just to see where it goes. Let's see. Uh, other things that I've been doing, I've been trying to play catch up on my games library because of, yes, I'm going to slide a little bit into E3, but more of like, I need to play catch up on my games library because of all the new stuff that's going to be coming out. Um, if you want to know what kind of games I'm looking forward to, check out the E3 episode. Have fun. Do it now. Do it now. <laughs> do it now. Pause this, do the other one, then come back. We'll still be here. Yeah. I'm not moving. Hmm. I'm going to probably get something to drink, though. I'll just stay here overnight. But, um, amongst other things, it's... Like, I'm going back trying to catch uh, play catch-up on Final Fantasy fourteen, so I don't have to worry about... Oh, new giant... It's like, oh, now new giant patches come out. Oh, great. Now I'm even farther behind. Or trying to finish up Super Robot Wars X before getting something like Gundam Breaker. Or Octopath Traveler. So many. So many games! Um... The other thing is that, uh, just a brief look into my work life, work has actually toned down because of the whole soccer, uh, like FIFA World oh, Cup oh, happening. Oh, yeah, boy! It, it's weird because it's like... That's going to be one of my, my to-dos, but... I, I, I thought with there there would be, like, just a normal work week, with, but no, it's like it just died off. Like, on Wednesday, I'm like... I'm staying there for, like, a good ten minutes, wait, uh, like, waiting for, uh, like, doing other stuff but waiting for something to come in to work on and i'm going like where where is all the work going and it's like and then somebody switches to on russia the, somebody switches Ooh. on one of the uh, monitors that we have for like calls coming in to one of the uh televised games like yes. oh that's going on shit i'm so jealous i don't have i don't have big tv in our area we've been requesting one but we haven't gotten it yet the TVs that we have are more meant for checking who's available oh, and who isn't. We are, we are, of course, not requesting a TV to, to to fuck around with it. We will, but that's not why we're requesting it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Wink. We're yeah. going to do a lot of good stuff with this. It's going to be have a world impact. Man, you got a lot of dust in your eye. Yeah. Like, you need to vacuum. Yeah. I, I'm going to get the, the, the carpet shampooed, too. Wonderful. And conditioner, too. Just kidding. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a, a cup full of good stuff for the for the floor. <laughs> Cracking a cold one open with the boys. Well, vodka actually. Vodka. But you can make <laughs> vodka cold. This is uh, like leading into the part where things that could get in the way are currently getting in the way. Um, it's not money. necessarily well, money. <laughs> money yes, that's gonna point. be a big <laughs> portion for at least various projects. Like, oh, hey, Octopath Traveler. I still don't have a switch. Although I did find out that the MSRP on it is like you can get a switch for three hundred, which I thought it was still three fifty. You, you might be able to eBay that shit now too. Yeah, uh, I'd mail. I'd rather get new for a switch, just on the safe side. But um, at the same time, I could be looking into seeing uh, like they may come out with a hardware revision. But leading to other things that could be impacting is that I still have to get my grandmother's place up and ready for selling because that's a thing so there be a, a like a day out of my entire work week is usually dedicated to going over there cleaning up setting things up so that they can be donated to charities and such 
Yay, charity. Or dealing with stuff at home so we can bring stuff home from that uh, from that location. Homework, boo. <laughs> Don't mention homework. But that's stuff that would be uh, preventing me from playing catch-up with my games or working on my uh, stories and such. Tell um, us about your stories. Too long. I have too many of them. Publish and then we'll read them. Yes. I will get them published. Self-publish. I don't like the idea of self-publish, but... People have made successes out of self-publishing. E.L. James. (laughs) Who? E.L. James. That's not one that I know, but... I don't know who that is. Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, that was self-published? Yeah. Well, I think it started out of... I that's what I'm talking but about. But then she was picked up. But apparently, like... That's what I'm talking about. There you go. Because, damn, that, they're making some money over there. I think it was, yeah, started self-published. I mean, even if it wasn't, it's still technically because it was a fan fiction at one point. Yeah, it was supposed to be a Twilight fan fiction, right? Yes. It was. Yeah. Boy. Oh, boy. But, okay. Team um, Edward. Obviously. Team Carlisle, because that's who I liked when I was a kid. That's fair. Also, it was the dirtiest thing I had read up to that point. So, by the way, David, I'm telling you, you need to read Twilight because even your favorite authors reference it. <laughs> well, yeah, Dave did mention it. Ah, uh, that was such a slam dunk for me because we're talking to. We haven't. I don't think we brought this up on the podcast yet. But when he was talking to one of the author people that he he listened to and introduced me to, mm-hmm. him he he the other author name dropped Twilight. I'm like, I read it. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I well, connect. Uh, what was going on? Because this was back at. The- is that I had described one of my story ideas that as soon as I would describe it, Eddie was going like, wait, you never told me about it. It's like, that's because you didn't ask about this one. You're talking about the other one. Yeah, the fantasy one that you didn't like. Yeah. I'm critical. But, yeah, um, I was describing, uh, one of the characters in the story that I was describing, I want to basically non-describe her. Leave her as nondescript as possible because... Technically, she is uh, essentially a villain, but a charismatic villain. That's where reading Twilight would help you. And that's what he uh, he had mentioned. Ah. Because he said, uh, I had like... mentioned that I was trying to find, uh, trying to get a good way of not describing her, so that I could leave the charismatic part open to people's interpretation. And he said. You know about Twilight, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I only read the first 10, 20 pages before giving up on it. It's like... It gets better. He, would, he, he suggested reading that one for the description of Bella. Yeah. Because, as he said, that is the most nondescript descript ver- uh, uh, for a character that you probably want to look into. Definitely. So... I liked it because it ran in high school without me having to be part of it. I kind of liked like all the, um, no, I think, I mean, I was like 14 at the time or younger. I think at the time, like I sort of liked the love story, but I also just really liked the stuff happening around it. Like I liked, it was fantasy number one. It had to do with creatures, but also I liked all the other vampires. Like I said, like team Carlisle. Yeah, really up the fantasy and, and like, like, like ability of vampires. They had, like, all, like, literally everyone besides, like, Bella and Edward had, like, really interesting backstories. Either. There should be a Twilight MML. That would make, yeah. that would make bank. That would, that would be fun, actually. I would, that would make that. bank. 
But as like, long as it's not written by Stephanie Meyer. That'd I mean, be it might as well though. be. I would definitely play that, though. But, I mean, like, think about it. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, um, dang it, Jasper, Alice's... Oh, how can I remember the names? But, like, like literally, we got, like, a Civil War guy. You got Alice, who... I can't remember her backstory, but she's got, like, interesting motivations. We got, like, one lady who was, like attacked by her like fiance and his like buddies and then went into bloody revenge on them in a wedding dress you got like a big tough guy that she saved who's like like sort of a big dummy but also kind of cares you've got like carla who was like thousands of years old who was like like his dad was anti-vampire and stuff and he like literally tried to like kill himself because he thought like he was unholy and everything mm. you've got like i mean even edward's in like he saved him because his mom was like save my son and then like i think also his like wife was like gonna die or something and he saved her so like pretty much like i don't think stephanie was like bad at coming up with ideas like i like everyone else like if she wrote it about them i think it'd be a lot more interesting or you know i I think people just got upset because it 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 messed with the tropes of vampires which lovely but everything did like literally even like bram stoker's dracula messed with a lot of the tropes like i actually took a class of um I think it was like Russian folklore, like vampires and werewolves. So we even went off, like when um, words, we like learned about like all the original kind of things and how it was changed, and it did even just change a lot from original to that. Mackenzie, we don't like things to disrupt our nostalgia. Vampires are, are not, not they don't sparkle. Exactly. I think there's sparkle. also a video Maven of the Eventide did where. Um, she actually said, like, five good things about Twilight. And I think one of them is the vampires in Twilight are actually some of the most powerful of, like, all of the different types, I think. And the sparkling I mean, they, just they, has to do with, like, their skin is, like, as hard as a diamond. You could drop them into a lot of fantasy worlds and they'd fit right in. That'd be fun. See, my only problem with the whole series is that I can't date anyone who's read Chapter 7 of, of Book 4. Because oh, I will never live up to that. Live up to who? To the, to the the whole chapter is about about Edward doing having his way with, with what's her face, and oh, that. it's like yeah I can't compete with that we're done here. What do you mean? I'm... Well, because I'm I'm Edward, and anyone who's obsessed over that book, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna marry that probably. Oh, okay. sorry, I just like didn't understand like what was that, what you were saying first there. Was like, no. Wait, what's your problem so, with it? So that really narrows down things for me. Okay, because that was a very positive book. <laughs> Sorry, I guess we, we were never meant to be, Eddie. It's fine. It's fine. All right. So, that's about it. Eddie, your turn? Or... I can go. All right. Get, get you ready for your sit-up here. Cool. <clears throat> so, let me see. Where should I start? There's a lot of good stuff here. Um, <laughs> Beautiful. Hmm? Sorry, I was oh. adding stuff. Cut this out, please. Once cut. again, cut, no. out, cut me out. Include no. Microsoft Sam or just a vocal. Or it's work. Put in hot sending me. It's work. Oh. I never lost my train of thought. Dang it. I'm okay, sorry. I'm going to go with Odyssey because sure. I finished playing Mario Odyssey. Oh. First ending or true ending? Is it true ending? What's the difference between the first and the true ending? Uh, true ending is getting all the movies. I'm not going to get all the movies. Okay. I ran to the game. I beat it. I'm satisfied. I'm good to go. I mean, it was a fun game, but... But there's so, I have so many other games to play that I think I rushed through this game. I was like, I just need to see the ending. I just need to see what happens. <laughs> and then I can move on. Because it was just a good game. Like, I, yeah, it's just good. I'm not sure. 
I almost feel bad that I don't have more to say about this game. Because it's a Mario game, and it's a pretty fantastic one. But Well, there's not much left to say about Mario games. No. I mean, the costume changing was a lot of fun. That really made it visually pleasing. Um, I don't like that it was so fucking difficult to do a diving run, a run dive. You know, like where you run, jump, and dive? Like, it was so fucking difficult. And the long jump was really fucking difficult to do in this game. Like, I remember doing it on, like, like on just, like, instinct when I played the, 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 the other games, every other game where he's had a long jump in. But, no, not this time. I re- I, there was a point, I think, where I had the long jump over this, like, one of those acid bath things in part of the game. And, no, just, I would long jump, long jump, long jump on my way to this platform. As soon as I got there, I would do a normal jump instead of a long jump and fall and die. Oh, that's funny. And it happened, like, maybe ten times. Where I just like, oh, I practice. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, I don't got it. I'm dead. <sighs> so I don't know. The, the controls I think could have been a lot tighter, but but it was a fun game. The weirdest part. David, have you finished this game? Uh, Odyssey. I don't have a switch, Eddie. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I stated that like five minutes I, ago. Sh- sorry. Eddie, jeez, you don't even listen to him. No. No, he doesn't. All right, so we need, we're need we having a breakdown in communication here. I think you two would benefit from talking out all... I want a divorce. All right. Um, I want a duel to the death. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, so you want to die, is that it? No, I just want a duel I to want, the death. Okay, I, I don't know if it's actually going to end in death. I'm not going to lose. <laughs> Who said it was with you? I just want a duel to the death. We're talking about, you see, you never talk about us. That's why I wanted a force. Also, it was also, you weren't very clear with him. And, like, the important thing in talking to each other is being clear. Because he misunderstood that you didn't want to duel with him. But you should also... I want more me time. More us time, I should say. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be a duel to the death, but it has to be some sort of activity, like... Like Quality time is my is my love my heart my love language language like, language like pillaging language? a town together. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a duel to the death. Maybe just get your nails done. I like pedicures. bring down the moon. Pedicures. Pedicure is good. <laughs> Defeat. Um, uh, Whatever the bottom bad guys entities. in this game we're gonna play later. Anyway, Odyssey is fine. The weird part about Odyssey that I didn't understand because <laughs> it was so stupid. Because well, I mean, I guess it's it's fine because it's Nintendo trying to be cute with themselves. But you spend the whole damn game trying to save Peach from Bowser, like every other game. Yeah. And at the end, when you finally do, it it's, comes after a really fun sequence. I guess I won't spoil it for anybody. Or fuck that, spoil it. Don't skip a minute if you don't want to know this. You get to control Bowser for the last part of the game. Oh, because he's in the hat. Yeah, through the yes. hat. Yes. Yeah, and it's fun. It's. Like, what do you just jump off the a cliff or something? No, no you, you go through like an obstacle, like all these falling obstacles, and break shit as Bowser. Okay. Why? It's, it's fun because uh, you're in the moon, and the moon is falling apart from the inside for some reason, and you have to blink, <laughs> like blow your way out of there. Lovely, it's a good time. Um, but at the very end of it, once you both escape, they do this this thing where like Mario and, and Peach are, like getting close. They're like, oh, we were finally back together. And, and like, Bowser wakes up from his, his stupor to, again, still trying to marry Peach in that very moment. And for some reason, Mario and Bowser act like, like competing love interests. 
where they're like like where they just literally like shoulder shoving against each other to like like Mario has a flower, Bowser has a ring, like like all of a sudden everything that just happened about the actual fucking kidnapping that just went down just turned into two people fighting for affection. Like a and Japanese like, romance anime. Like and like every it seems like everybody in that moment forgot what the fuck just happened. Yeah. Forgets that Bowser just literally tried to kill Mario for the last eighteen hours of my gameplay. <laughs> That, that Peach wasn't kidnapped. When Peach ends up just like scoffing at both of them. Like, both of you stop. I'm going to leave now. Go to go I'm, I'm like, going to have a vacation. I'm like, I'm not saying you have Delphino. to do... Delfino. I'm not saying you owe Mario, like, yeah. owe Mario. You never owe... But what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's sort of just like, like you're calling it... Well, it is... What is going on? It is a little funny. <laughs> also, I mean, I haven't played, but I've seen the scene where, like, he reacts to all the different costumes you wear when you show up. And Peach is, like, just hanging in a ring that she could easily slip out of, even in her dress. Yeah. It's like, does she even try, kind of? Like, I mean, there's always the idea of, like... Well, she floats down because she has that floating power. Yeah. So so she could just, like, float down and be fine. I mean, and, and even that, you could, maybe you can just say that's just, like, comical. Like, I guess. Because the hat, like, the hat she's wearing the whole time, the hat could have escaped at any time. There's no reason the yeah. hat is actually trapped. The hat is just another sentient hat, like the one you're wearing. Yeah. They could literally float away at any time. <laughs> Especially during the points where Bowser is literally not looking at it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. <laughs> it's just... Those things you can kind of look past. The whole... They're literally, like, shoulder to shoulder trying to, like, woo Peach as if none of the rest of the game happened. As if as she if didn't they, suffer trauma from yeah. being kidnapped for As years. if they weren't on the moon and it didn't or almost crush them within on the inside, as if that all never happened. It's like, <laughs> I mean, it's I, just, so... <laughs> I suppose it's just a regular Tuesday for them. It's it Basically, it makes it, it's like, this is why we have Mario Kart and they all get along there, because yeah. this shit happens. It's just it's a like, play. after the kidnapping, we go go kart. That was a good time, huh, everybody? Maybe in universe it is all just a play. Like, uh, what what one was it that there's a theory that it's all just a play? Was it two or three? Three, three, three. Yeah. What if it is just all a play? What if that's it's all a simulation? Plot? What if that's a plot to one of the games? Yeah. Also, you brought up something with the anime, and I'm like Mario dating sim. I'm surprised that, that's not a thing yet. That'd be. It probably it's, is. The only reason it's not is because damn it, we Mario and Peach can't ever actually be together. That would that would be jumping the shark. You'd be dating Mario, though. You wouldn't be Peach. You would be you, and you'd be dating Mario. Oh, so like all the would Sonic you? fan fic- fiction. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of. And knowing, <laughs> and knowing all the characters, Luigi would be the hardest one to get together with. Yeah, you, he'd be a hidden character. You could date a Goomba, but you couldn't date Luigi. Luigi would be a hidden character, am I right? <laughs> I just said that. Wait. I tried to throw it. If you tried some to sort of like ambiguous it. innuendo into that. Oh. I have no idea what I mean. <laughs> well, part of him would be hidden. Hey! hey. I think that, David that works is not too. happy. <laughs> All right. Well. Let's see. Sorry. I was, since then, <clears throat> the other thing I did of interest was, uh, oh, I saw Ocean's Eight. Okay. It was a good movie. Oh, it is. It was a good time. Oh yeah, it did really well. Good job. I I think. The only thing that caught me off guard about it at all was that I, I kind of expected a bigger twist because like the well especially as Ocean's uh, the last made Ocean's Eleven was a big old twist in the end and I did a twist here too but it wasn't as big not as like confrontational as the other one in the original of Ocean's Eleven but I thought it was still fun because everything leading up to that was just a lot of fun to watch 
There was one. Actually, there was another big twist, but like none of it was like shocking. None of it was like vindictive, other than the only other vindictive part of the whole movie. But I was, which is fine. I kind of have a question though about like that because mm-hmm. I don't watch a lot of like crime movie, like a video where the whole point. Uh, movie where the whole point is to pull off a heist like how is that supposed to end like i don't like do they succeed or do they get caught or is it kind of they get caught but they like have friendship in the end it depends on the movie because like um the original oceans 11 they technically got away with the heist but they didn't get away like they got away with the idea of the heist if i recall but in the old old or the george clooney i think the george clooney the George Clooney one, he did get a, he did get arrested. He himself only got arrested, but that was half on purpose because the because that's that one was a little more vindictive than, than this one actually was because that one was about going against the like the guy he was robbing from. Okay. This one was like the person they were. She fra- she ends up framing someone who framed her, so it was kind of like quid pro quo, 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 quid pro quo. Quid pro quo. That word. David said it right. Quid pro quo. That phrase. So that, now is that it? But like it didn't like, like it created some tension, but like not enough to distract you from the actual heist itself. It was just kind of really well done. It was just fun to watch the little things as they started to develop, as opposed to like waiting for a crescendo of something to happen. Oh, okay. Like, so it was an enjoyable ride, not mm-hmm. just a build up. Okay, I might. And, and it was sort of just. It wasn't even a long movie too. It was actually like a short, short, sweet oh. movie. Like I think it's like an hour and a half plus ish. Like Should be fun. It didn't even stay overstay its welcome. It was just a good time. Nice. I, I think the other the other thing that I thought was weird is that, and I'm not sure why they did it. You know, in in a meta sense, is that it seems like Danny Ocean in that universe has has passed away already. Because mm. because the main character is a sister of, of Danny Ocean. Oh. But like, why did he have to be dead? Is the actor dead? No, George Clooney's very much alive. Oh, it was George Clooney. Yeah. I've never George seen George Clooney's very much alive. I've never seen any of the original ones. Yeah. I'm sorry. They're good. Ocean 11 through... 11 is obviously the better of those, that trilogy, but they're all... All three are pretty good. Do they have different numbers? or? 11, 12, and 13. Yeah, basically. But happened to 1 through 10. <laughs> Do they call the... Pre- what and Are the prequels like negative 1? No, well, the, the old ones are... Were... I'm, the, oh, I'm the, kidding. Oh, okay. So the George Clooney ones are remakes of something that uh, Frank Sinatra did. Frank, Frank, the, the old ones are Frank Sinatra movies. Mm-hmm. Which I haven't seen, but I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they don't have the same flair, though. Because they really put the flair on uh, on these modern movies than they did back then. But, but it's fine. Mm. So yeah, so that was a fun movie. I also went to go see the, um, the Fate Stay Night movie. The one that follows... The third path that you could do, I guess. Oh, mm-hmm. the one that J- uh, Jason saw as well? No, he didn't go with me. Well, he didn't go with you, but he went and saw it in the movie. Oh, I didn't know he did that. Okay, long story short, there's uh, a visual novel game from like way back in early 2000s called Fate Stay Night. Like uh, other games like that, you have different paths you can take. After that game was done, anime, TV series, and movies have been made exploring the three different paths originally. Separately, because there was, and prequels. There was Fate Stay Night, and then the more recent one, which was Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. I wouldn't was, say that's recent. That was made like almost ten years ago. But. <laughs> well, I was talking about Unlimited Blade Works, which was like maybe five years ago. 
No, and I'm saying that was long, maybe even like early knots. But yeah, the Fate Stay series has gotten so many things, and that was what FGO was uh, last night on last night's stream. Uh, Daichi had mentioned FG. He was basically listening in and watching while playing FGO, which is the mobile game of oh Fate Grand Order. Yeah, Fate yeah. Grand okay. Order. Which ba- Without getting into that, just know that from this one game, they've made so many offshoots in so many different directions. You need a flowchart to even understand it. Luckily, yeah. This movie series that's come out now is the last unexplored territory of the original game. The final frontier. Yeah. These on the voyages. Because basically, trying to get laid. Because all of, all of them almost start almost exactly the same way, but they deviate once they reach a certain point. So this is the third deviation you can take, and I've never played the actual game. So, I've only ever heard about what these are all about. So, I'm watching them almost frequently brand new. Because I've, I've seen one of the original TV series once, like five years ago. But that's all I know about it. But overall, it's still, it was a really well-made movie. It was interesting. I love all the voice actors because they're all people I recognize. It's all great, great people. Hmm. And it was a fun movie. But like The pacing's not so bad either. I think part of it helps that I know a lot about what's going on already because this the part that they've treaded in the first movie is stuff I already kind of know about from seeing the, the other series and it isn't until the end where things start deviating but at that point the movie's over and they got like two more to go yeah. which probably won't be out for another like two years each because that's how Japanese movies work it'll probably they'll probably finish the movie series before we get uh, the rebuild of Evangelion episode yeah what the hell is that fourth movie it just went off it's the radar. It's in production. Yeah, whatever. Bunch of hell. Probably. I mean, their whole it, series is hell, so <laughs> it, it makes sense. Even hellier. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll go. Go. I need sound effects board. Be- I don't be- have be- one. Be- uh, let's see. Besides that, did you talk about Macklemore concert? Or? Oh no, I haven't. Um, but I did go to the Macklemore concert and Kesha. I was just mostly there for Kesha, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I love me some Kesha. Mm-hmm. I've always, and I. It's funny if you've heard her pop music. I mean, it's all pop and it's all awesome. But she, everything she did at that concert was rock edge. Like she like brought rock instruments and made all her songs like rock versions of her songs. Heck yeah. Except for TikTok, which of course don't mess that up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, but I don't care. Either way, orchestral. So, TikTok. <laughs> that would have been fantastic. Shakespeare. Yeah. TikTok. So, I mean, it almost makes you wonder if she's like, she wants to be a rock artist, but that's how she broke through, so you got to cater to, you know, what brought you. She got molded into pop. Mm. She, poor girl, she's been through some shit regardless, yeah. so, I mean. Fuck Dr. Luke. Yeah. So, if he, uh, okay, I shouldn't say, I was going to say something violent. Look it him. up. There's some shit there. It's all, res- it's all mostly resolved now, I think, but. I think she's, like, still supposedly in her contract, but, like, the courts are being stupid, and it's, like, whatever. I thought the courts rolled with her. Maybe, or maybe part of it not. Maybe not. Mm. I don't know. I just, like, I've read some shit that's been brought up about Katy Perry lately. Oh, boy. In relation to Dr. Luke. Okay. Also heard that, like, One Direction, the boys were able to get out of their contract just because they wanted to, but Kesha, no. Which is just, fuck Sony music. Yeah. Gorillaz is back. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard that new song yet. What was the Katy Perry thing about? Well, that he probably, she probably was raped or something oh, akin to that. Okay. Some some adjacent thing okay. to that. I, I mean, nothing we haven't heard about from Dr. Luke, so just oh, 
insert whatever word his horribleness. Yeah. I think it's just still percolating. It's crazy that like you consider like pop stars like powerful like like they're the ones that like if you like could make like a little demand like or something ridiculous they get whatever they want but like real like like people released from prison yeah but it's just <laughs> well I mean I just meant like they'll ask for like green M and M's or something just every little thing you you would assume that they get every little thing they want but they get like you, you, hurt have on you heard the, the story the of why they do silly stuff like that in those contracts I think from what I've heard I think they do that. To make sure that they're read, because I think uh, often they're so, sometimes you'll put something in there and like, well, you didn't do anything I asked you to do. But I, I just meant like demands and stuff in general, because it's yeah. like you think pop stars like are on top of the world, they get whatever they want, but really they don't, and it's like, like I was looking. Someone's at, pulling the string. Well, we can't like, listen to it now. No, I'm just getting it read. So. Oh, okay. So right after we finish. I also heard that uh like a, the like a Powerpuff character make cameos in this video. Yeah, a lot of musical. One of, one of the most major ones, because he shows up so much, is Jack Black. What, Jack Black's on here oh too? Yes. Nice. Okay, I will, we'll have to watch that. Um, um, oh yeah, so the Macklemore concert, that was really, yeah, that was good. I missed him doing Thrift Shop because I wanted to leave early. He was and, being and, an old man. And, like, well, and I mean... the traffic, yeah. Yeah, it was 10 o'clock, I wanted to go home, I had work the next day, and I didn't want to deal with traffic. Oh. So... Yeah, I was being that guy. <laughs> it helps that the ticket is nearly free. Because so it had like, there's no chains here, nothing binding me here, I'm leaving. Yeah. But as I got to the parking lot, he played his hit song. I'm like, damn it. Oh well. Bug oh well. I sucked the whole thing of Kesha, so that was fine. Yeah. That's all I needed. Yeah, as long as you have Kesha. Yeah, the only problem with it, it you know, I would stay the whole time, but Akachin is where, the Akachin Pavilion is where everything, or almost everything ends up there. And it's like, there's no like public transportation there that's easy. Like, I can take the bus there to avoid having to deal with parking and traffic. Mm-hmm. It takes, like, two hours to get there. And, like, there's not even a bus stop next to the stadium. Like, the bus stop is, like, one huge block north. So, so no matter what you do, you either get there crazy early. And- I always show up late. I always show up late. Yeah. Because I also don't want to be there when everyone's getting at the same time. When I show up, it's usually, like, an hour and a half into a concert. And, like, oh, there's no one here. It's going to easily go find my parking and then walk to walk to the venue, stand in a short line and go in. Yep. Because I, I never go for the opening acts. But So by the time I got there, Kesha McAvoy's opening act already did their thing. So I was there just night for Kesha. And I was perfectly fine with that. Alright. Um, let's see, anything else I did of interest? Um... Games? That you have been or... I restarted playing Tales of Berserker yeah, the one starts with a B. Viseria. Yeah, I restarted that. Uh, but I've only gone like two hours into it. I'm trying to finish that before other t- Yeah, before everything else comes out later. <laughs> Guys, but damn, it's so hard to get back into that game when you haven't played it in a long time. I haven't played it since August. So yeah. like all the mechanics I've already completely forgot about. Like I'm having to relearn everything. And now I don't have the helpful tutorials to kinda like Introduce me to concepts. I have to like reread all of, like the boring ass like journal entries and tell you how to do certain techniques. Uh, but little by little. Yeah, Jenny, uh, are you going to try and deal with the whole new season of the Overwatch, or are you just like? I'm pretty much done with Overwatch now. You, you well, burned out. Kind of, but it's just I just don't have time anymore. 
I got with all the E3 announcements, I got so many things I got to finish before all those games come out. So kind of like me in Final Fantasy XIV, where it's like I kind of am playing it, but I'm just. And besides, after a year and a half of playing Overwatch, I tried to get good, and I'm just not there. So, I was in it for the competition. I'm not that good. You are more of a I'm, casual player. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking I'm a pretty good casual player, but I'm not gonna. You're not gonna be pro. No. So, so we're done here. It was fun. I got other things to do now. So. So. Um, things that may count as coming that up, were hindering you or. Well, coming up is World Cup. We mentioned that before, but uh, yes. like the morning, the next morning of this recording is Mexico playing against Germany. I want to be up and watching the shit out of that. So that's definitely on my to-do. And at some point in the next few weeks, I'm going to watch The Incredibles. I don't know when. Not this Tuesday, because I'm going with your thing. But um, next oh, yeah. Tuesday, probably I'm going to go watch The Incredibles. Uh, I have heard I get to see one that tomorrow. Nice. I've heard Let's one know. bad thing about it. Seizure warning? The seizure warning. Oh, it's not out. And I, I'm kind of like, from my perspective, it's like I'm a little wary about it. Um, knowing Disney, they probably did do it. It's just that somebody, uh, like, somebody may have that rare one that actually is triggered based off of what they have. The black and white. Black. I think it's well, they got a screensaver bad guy, right? So it kind of makes sense that he probably can do some shit with the yeah. literal screens on the on the Ooh. on the movie. So I'm well, pretty sure there was some un- unintended consequences when it came to that. Yeah, and Disney may be working on an updated version that they're probably going to be sending out because that's something that they technically could fix in post. Yeah. However, um, this is uh, like that's the only bad thing I've heard about the movie. Everything else I've heard is just plain praise. Good. I wouldn't expect Does that anything. Is that enough Frozone in it? Because I'm sad it's just not about Frozone only. Well, he's in but, it. Well, is it... I just wish it was, like, main him. It's like, he, sure, he's Jack... main character? I just wish it was, yeah, just him and his wife. I, like, there was this, like, Tumblr post about, like, he goes off, but then the wife is like, you're not going off alone, and she has, like, powers, too, and it's fun. <laughs> but I also kind of like the mystery of it. I guess, <laughs> like, yeah. Who never... is Frozone's wife? Where is... Uh, oh no, that would be even funnier. Frozone, being a hero, marries a villainess. Oh, yeah, hell be, yeah. And that would make sense yeah. to why. But we also still never see her face. But we still never see her face. <laughs> like when she takes off her helmet, like it never shows her. <laughs> but we, it's like in like we see the villain and like the it's got a voice modulator. But then as soon as like it cuts away and we see the helmet like sitting on a desk, it's her voice. Yes, still never see her though. <laughs> Always conveniently behind something like a lamp on the desk or something. Like Cow and Chicken. Like what? Oh, yeah, like Cow and Chicken. Cartoon Cow and Chicken. Have you seen that? Old school cartoon. Well, old school now. Yeah. <laughs> 90s cartoon. It was a 90s cartoon. Ancient. I was born. It's also very crude. It's a very crude cartoon. Lovely. My kind of uh, style, probably. Hello, it's me, the devil. <laughs> like, just, that's how... There you go. Oh, oh. Faith. Like, what? Every time, like, he showed up and it's like, I'm Rear Admiral. Like, oh, yeah, he didn't work Oh, so, like, flamboyantly gay devil? No. Well, he's said blo- flamboyant for. Wow, I can speak to it. Flamboyant. Flamboyant. Yeah, he's very flamboyant. But he also doesn't wear pants. He doesn't wear pants, Ooh. which is why there's, like, a constant joke of, like, it, like, every time he shows up, he's, like, dressed as something. Like,. I swear, one time he introduced himself as Rear Admiral, and he's walking in the scene with his 
butt bleeding out. <laughs> that's, the, that's the episode where uh, where where a chicken is going to a farm. He doesn't realize it's a chicken eating farm. Oh, and, and so like ha- most of the jokes are like some kind of butt joke with him. So he's really the butt of every joke, huh? Ah, uh, you got it. Hey, I did the joke and I left. Now I do have to look up something. Yeah, that's the character. Uh, are we watching it right we're, now? We're going to watch some of it. Because then it's your turn. Anyway, your turn. All right. Well, oh, dang. I don't know if I have as many interesting stories. I just tried to write down stuff. Oh, I guess I'm contractually obligated now to say I'm vegan and to mention it all the time. I'm just doing it for, like, health stuff. And I mean, lost, it comes like, to the license, right? Yeah. I have or the to vegan mention. place are going to come after you. Yeah, if I don't say it, like, all the time. Though I have, like, lost, like, 10 pounds on it so far. That's so. good. Yeah, I want to get healthy again. And actually, though even when I was like pretty skinny, I still like didn't really even like my body then. I thought I was like giant. And it's you have like, this body dysmorphia? I guess so, yeah. yeah. Like I look back on pictures and I'm like, literally you're skinny, shut up. But like that's the whole point with body dysmorphia. Like you don't see that you're actually fine. And I was pretty healthy too then. This was probably better. Uh, Has it been pretty easy going? Um, yeah, there's a lot of like, I've gone to like Sprouts and Whole Foods and stuff. There's a lot of fake stuff and luckily the fake stuff isn't just like super processed like non-veggies it's like there's a lot of veggies too so i'm technically getting all my nutrients so so yeah i'm being healthy and it's pretty easy um i read a book recently i'm trying to because like i was such a bookworm in middle school like i guess i sort of missed the gaming book because i didn't really have a gaming system as a kid though i did play like max games armor games mini clip nitro and like all those online stuff and pretty fucked up things there's just weird stuff though the only thing i can think of now is there's like a game version of like animation versus animator or something i think those oh, are switched that sounds good oh uh i don't know what game that is animator but that sounds good animator versus animation, animation. yeah yeah the guy's still around like doing stuff now he does a lot of like a- animation versus minecraft now but it's really funny still well it's like ego raptor ego raptor got started with the whole like metal gear solid short <laughs> And then, like, he got hired on by MTV to do some, like, shorts. And then it just... It's like, like model shorts? No, it's like some kind of, like, cartoon shorts that he did for MTV. Oh, so two-dimensional shorts. Yeah, two-dimensional. Oh! <laughs> Damn it, Eddie! <laughs> Get out of your own house! <laughs> Get out! <laughs> but, yeah. Man, the audio peaked. Yeah, yeah, it's like I can see. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, man, I don't know where I was going. I don't know either. I ruined it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anywho, let's see. What was I? What was the book? Books. Uh, yeah, Ghost Light. Um, by uh, I think. Let me see. 
Um, Marion Zimmer Bradley, apparently like New York Times, she's wrote other stuff. It was sort of like a okay, I guess. It, the ending was a little weird. There was like a twist and then a twist back. It was like is I it lied actually to about you. ghosts or is that a metaphor for something? There was ghosts. Um, oh, that's actually sort of a spoiler, I guess, if you know too much about it. But um, spoiler warning. Sort of, not really. I don't know. Um, it, just forget that. Uh, like, there's this person who, like, whose dad in like the '60s was some like magic guy, like, but she thinks it's fake. But now she's like in parapsychology at 30 years old. Like, she keeps thinking like he killed her mother and everything. Oh. And then she goes to write a biography about him because she's like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna like make money off it and show everyone how much of a douche she is, and everyone can like stop sending me things about like in interviews and stuff. Like, leave me alone." And just a lot of other shit goes down. That must be like what it is to be like, like Paris Jackson and getting shit about your dad the rest of your life. Oh, Jackson, Michael Jackson. Okay. Yeah, Michael Jackson's kid. Yeah, gotta be weird. Um. I mean, it was an okay book. Like, I, I'm looking up, like, info right now on Goodreads. It has, like, 3.45, and I'm like, I think that's the rating I would give it. It's, a, it was nice to read, but... It's got the job done. Yeah, the <laughs> whole, like, ending, though, it sort of paid off, and I never really even got all the names correct in my head. There were so many characters, but then some turned out to be non-important, really. It was just kind of messed up. Even the character couldn't keep some names straight. <laughs> So, but it was like nice. Had a female author, female protagonist. Like, pretty interesting. It takes place in the '90s, I guess. There's like a brick phone thing and having to buy stuff like that, and just funny. Um, well, there's like haunting and things and ghosts if you like that kind of stuff. It's pretty good. Speaking of weird throwback back books, have you all heard that Bill Clinton and James Patterson wrote a book together? I've heard about oh this. Oh boy, what, tell me. Oh my god. It's, so I haven't read the book and I'm probably not going to read it. But basically, the book is called Where the President is Missing or Where's the President? It's one of those two. Sorry. Where in the world I think it is, is, where it is William the Clinton? And basically, like, it's basically a book about a widowed former president. Wait, is that widower? Widower. Widower. Former yeah. president. If you're talking about Who gets people. entangled in some like like spy shenanigans. I want to read that. And that sounds basically, fun. Basically, it reads like, like what, Bill, what Bill Clinton wishes his life was like. <laughs> I gotta read this because shit. It's basically like the book starts with, and my wife has cancer and dies. <laughs> Just like, oh like, my people god! Are like, people are like reading into it like, like Billy, <laughs> like, hey man, what are you, what are you trying to get at here? <laughs> oh boy. Let's do a book club of this. Like next pod, the couple podcasts will have read it, and then we'll come back. I will read the Wikipedia. <laughs> and we'll just have to skip on it and just go read the Wikipedia. I mean, I like. We'll do the Harry, Ron, and Hermione. I'll read the book. You read Wikipedia, and then you don't do anything. I mean, James, yeah. James Patterson is, is not bad. I read a couple of his books. I find them intriguing. But like, it's not. It's not a go-to for me. It's just when I run into it, and if I happen to read deep enough into it and I like it, okay, we can keep going with it. But Sorry, keep going. Oh, uh, well, I mean, that was it on my book thing. I'm now in another one that, like, I guess I was just like, for fun, oh, let's get a romance because all of the fiction, like, it, jeez, 
the public library has so much like romance stuff that's like erotic fiction. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, ero- the library's full of that. Library has a lot most of shit. Of it's Wiccan books and like spirituality things besides Christian and Mormon, so that's a little awkward. Come back years later, find that section's gone. <laughs> but then we still have the erotica, though. It's like, hey, they got to keep the lights on somehow. It's like, it's like you can't practice witchcraft, but you know, here's some sex scenes. Here's a book about people practicing quote unquote witchcraft. All I can remember is um, high school. Remember Miss Katz? She uh, she described one of her sons picking up one of her romance novels like, what is this a porno? And Miss Cash basically said, like, erotic novels are essentially the female version of a porn mag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, well, accident- I accidentally read a Jane Austen, Austen book once. Not Jane oh, Austen. God. Not Jane Austen. Or was it Jane Austen? <laughs> it is Jane Austen. It is. Is it? It is. Oh, God. Hey, wait. I feel sorry for you, Eddie. I, I didn't know what I was reading until it was too late. <laughs> he got to that one scene where the thing is, the thing emerges. The thing? Is it Jane Are you talking Austen? about someone's penis or something? Hey, I'm not talking about the person who wrote Pride and Prejudice. Oh. Isn't that Jane Austen? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'm thinking of something else. Like Jane something else. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, she was anyway. somewhat famous because I heard her name years later and go, Oh, I totally read something about that person. So the, oh, just to quick roll it up. The one I'm reading now, I'm halfway through it. Read it. I've just been reading at work, but I'm still like going fast because I'm just a fast reader. Um... So far, uh, I think, yeah, one person has died so far. In oh, I think the it was book. Judy Bloom, by the way. That's what I was thinking. Judy of. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's Judy Bloom. Okay. Anyway, so, yeah, someone's already died in this romance novel. There's, like, worrying about, like, I don't know. It's just, it's pretty deep for a romance, though. I kind of like that because I can't just do straight romance. I'm like, no, I need, like, dragons. I need, like, adventure. Like, Aliens. That's what I get. It's like that's what I get off on. You get off on robots. I get off on fantasy adventures. By the way, my parents gave me this book. They didn't realize what they were giving me. I, they were like, "Oh, hey, here's this book." Yeah, it literally came to me one and go, "Hey, this someone told us this book was." I'm not, I'm not even sure what their justification was. They're just like, "Here's this book." Okay. Maybe they're trying to tell me something. Holy fuck! <laughs> they didn't want to give you the talk, so they just gave you that. Okay. I can't. I can't reverse engineer a good explanation for why they hand me that book. Somebody suggested it to them, and they then like, "Oh, hey, Eddie reads. Let's just give him this book, not knowing what it was." Probably the author they saw, and they were like, "Oh, that's okay." Uh, any any good TV? Ooh, T. Well, I'll get that in a sec. I just want to go through the shorter ones. Like job search still working. I'm not sure what I want to do in my life. Uh, Black Pink comeback. Finally, the fans were like demanding that. Blackpink, a girl, K-pop girl group. Oh. It's been like a, like a year maybe since they had their last comeback, and they don't want to, the fans didn't want them to be like an after school that just like goes down into oblivion. So like they were demanding the CEO, like give them a comeback, give them a, at least a mini album, give them a light stick, and like actually let them do shit and like get out of the dungeon. And it's actually a pretty badass comeback. I think it's like the song is called Doodle Black Doodle. Pink. You said Black Pink. I don't think I've ever heard it before. <gasps> Ooh, we're gonna we need to listen to the song though. The comeback's actually pretty good. Um, so it's I'm just like yay, people listen to things, so they won't just go into like oblivion because they deserve better. Oblivion. 
uh, creative endeavor. I haven't had much time to work on my writing stuff yet, but yeah, we could send stuff back and forth if you want David to work on our writing. Uh, be wary. Force David mine to write. Mine is going to be very yes. dark at times. So is mine. Mike, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. My first section for my class, actually, one of the people who, like, we all had to read everyone's work, and um, I got a comment back that, like, she had to put it down and then, like, come back, because literally in this first section that I brought in, the character is, like, contemplating that, like, the mission they're going on, a military thing, like, they're probably going to die. It's basically a suicide mission because they're just trying to kill an enemy general and stuff. And she's thinking, like, I don't even actually like this side. Like, this is a meaningless conflict. It's literally just, like, a nationalism kind of thing. There's no, like, moral reason for us to fight, but I'm just... But I didn't want anyone else on the team, like, with a family to have to go and die, so I just decided to do this, and now I'm going to die, and I know I'm going to die, and just... Damn. Talking about death, so apparently I depressed people. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> uh, and then in the one before that, like a character is like having an anxiety attack, getting lost, a thing, had her heart ripped out. So you know, don't Wait, worry. Literally or figuratively? That's a good question here. Literally what? Literally or figuratively? Heart ripped. Literally. Out. Okay. Yeah. So don't. <laughs> that's a that's a necessary question. <laughs> so don't worry about your stuff being dark. Uh, I've made people. I mean, sad. if the font and and background are dark and not legible, be worried about that. What? Physically dark, like if it can't be read, like if like I physically can't read it, if it's in Comic Sans, <laughs> no, I should no. just write all of like the depressing like death scenes in Comic, Comic Sans. Sans. <laughs> yes. Oh God, that's the. This you podcast know, is recorded in Comic Sans. Oh God! <laughs> no, no one's gonna listen anymore. I like that. Oh, I should request that my tombstone be in Comic Sans. <laughs> I want that. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm going to write up a will. Please note, my, uh, my tombstone, use Calibri. <laughs> Fuck. Windings. Windings. Yeah. 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 Jinx. Windings. Jinx. Oh, my God, Eddie. All right. Uh, so don't even put in a translation. Just put it in windings. <laughs> yeah. All right. So my last thing was the TV show Produce 48. So a uh, quick rundown. There's this show in Korea, it's had two seasons so far, called Produce 101. 96 trainees from a lot of different entertainment companies come together, or sometimes not even trainees technically, they've probably debuted in groups, but they want to get, the companies want them to be more famous, so they like send them in there. Um, point is, they whittle that 96 down to 12, they debut in a group for a year, and then they disband. Group as in like group performance? Yes, yep. girl group. Well, first season is girl group, second season was guy group. Um... Like, first season was IOI, second was 101. They got, like, really famous. Um, but now, season three, there's already some, like, controversial stuff, though. What's When is there not controversial stuff in K-pop? Someone could look at someone the wrong way, and they're like, they should die. <laughs> when is there controversial stuff in pop idols in general? Never. Not in America. In K-pop. In Korea, though, South Korea is just, oh, my God. Everyone is so mean. I blame just, North like, Korea. Um. So anyway, so you guys know about AKB48. I told you about. I it. know about it. I am not hip on the K-pop. I know uh, individual songs AKB48. that come about, but J-pop or J-pop. So AKB48. I guess there's like other like groups that are like in the Korean system kind of idea of. I should know that if the word pop has a prefix, I probably don't know about it, and I'm barely keeping up with Spanish. Even Spanish language pop, I'm. 
takes effort for me to keep up on. You might like Card then, K A R D. Two guys, two girls. Um, what? Oh, you just mimicking me. <laughs> you just mean me. I'm just kidding. So, um, AKB 48. Uh, unlike in Korea, where like all of the whole point is, people go to the companies, they get trained for years, and then they debut when they're all like performance ready. And they do some of that in Japan too, but AKB 48, which is like basically the most known, like most famous top girl group in Japan. The point is, I guess, like they'd probably take them if they have some talent. They're, but they're mostly the point is them being cute and personable, and then they and then the, they debut, and then the point is they get more talented as they go on, and the people who get to be in the main singles and do like big performances. They get voted upon by the fans who like you get a voting ticket in an album, so people buy like hundreds so they can make their favorite go to the top, but also so the album sales go up. Um, that is such a system. Yeah, they have it cute, is a system. Yeah, it gave me forty eight system, and then they have sister groups in a lot of different countries, and they have like fake rival groups that are like the forty six groups instead of forty eight. So there's like NMH forty eight, HKT forty eight. And then the sister groups, I can't remember their names. This is everything America should emulate, and we don't. Pretty much. Except with rappers. Rappers got that on point. Yeah. Got that on lockdown. Except for mumble rappers. Main thing of AKB48, though, is the whole point is idols you can meet is the concept where they they have, like, hundreds of members in, like, each group all together. There's, like, A team, K team, B team, and then 48, 14, 18, depending also, like, same for all the other places. They perform at a single theater. They rotate. Some go on, like, TV shows and travel, but mostly, like, you can go, handshake events. It's just so, like, the fans can feel like they're a part of it and they're closer to do that. But... They have their own theaters, which instead of, Didn't like, I say that just now? Uh, I didn't catch it. Okay, well, good. He can be my translator. Basically, instead of, like, uh, how our concert system works where, like, the artist tours, you go to one of these AKB48 theaters and they'll have, like, a concert of your pop idol, which you can go and then go, like, yeah! That's where all the handshaking and stuff happens at? Okay. After that and everything. Mm-hmm. Wow, it sounds, like, more personal than we got here. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Unless you're, like, Taylor Swift, which, to her credit, she seems like she cries. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so, basically, this new season of Produce 101 is called Produce 48. So, I think it's... Let's see, let's see. Four, whatever, there's, like... 30, 30 or 40 something from K-pop, um, all the trainees, and then on the Japanese side, you've got uh, however many from the um, from the AKB48 system and all their sister groups. And the point is, same general idea, they whittle them down to 12. However, there's no guarantee that like six are Korean, six are Japanese, and they're also only being voted on by Korean public, the Korean public, which is already, like, people are mad about that. What's weird? We Why would they have Japanese contestants, for lack of a better term, but no Japanese input? Um, for the best that I can think of it, I think a good logical reason for that is that AKB48 is known in Korea, and people are fans of them, but the trainees from Korea are unknown, so they don't have a fan base to back them up already. And all I think all the people from the AKB48 system have already, like, debuted and everything. I don't think any of them are backup. So I guess it's sort of fair in that way. Also, I mean, just because, um, like, the whole thing with, like, people buying hundreds of albums to support them and, like, try to vote and 
they they're maybe worrying about like artificially inflating their scores. Mm-hmm. Though it is a little weird that like you wouldn't like make it six and six. But and also people are angry so far because like I said, the whole point Korean trainees, they're already trained, they're great, they can perform today. Uh, Japanese trainees like they're like cute and every not trainees, AKB forty eight members. They're cute and they can perform, they have been, but they're not like as tight as the trainees. So they went in the first episode they grade them by like through A to F and boy most of the Japanese trainees are in D to F. Ouch. And the Korean are all like all over the place. So I can see why that might cause a stir. Yeah, and especially considering like just look it up the history between Korea and Japan. Not pretty. Still messed up. On so many levels. So is is this a good idea? I don't know. I'm kind of here for it, but I, I mean, the know. drama's kind of fun, but yeah, drama tends to get really. This sounds er- like a murky train wreck coming to happen. Yeah, like a national <laughs> train wreck. I, I even posted. Goddamn! I posted it even on my Facebook. It's like produce for a awesome in theory might start a conflict in practice. Oh boy, I mean, unfortunately, since it like just uh, the first episode just happened. Uh, I've only been able to see parts of it translated on Mnet, but like I think it might be even like a week or two before I get to see the full episode in like an English sub. But like I don't know. I hope I can find it somewhere because I want to like I don't want to like be so far behind everything. I want to see all of this shit. For our careers to be over. (laughs) No, don't wish that on anybody. I said I don't want to wait for their careers to be over. Yeah. So is that technically wishing on it? I don't know. I didn't actually ever watch the first two seasons, mostly because, like, I don't know, competition shows, like, I don't want to get emotionally attached to someone and then they don't make it. <laughs> I'm not into them. Not all myself. Yeah. I just sort of just like the idea because it's, like, mixing two of my interests and, like, seeing all the stuff play out. I kind of am here for this. Just yeah, yeah. Same reason why I watch, like, beauty video compilations with people, but not the people. Mostly just because, like, it's, like, someone, like, Jeffree Star being shady for five minutes. You, have you guys, like, been watching all those, like, compilation videos seem to be, like, the new genre now. Mm. Like, I love me compilation videos. Like, um, like Shane Dawson saying, hey, what's up, you guys, for ten minutes, or... I haven't seen, like, that oh. meta, but I... I sent you a video, and it was from an anime, where it was just, like, what, it, like everybody saying this one character's name, and it just got really weird, because then the person, like, at the last 20 seconds of the video, switched it into... Turning it into drifting in the nineties, <laughs> and I'm like, I started. I was like, okay, what one's that? Why one? is that? And the, uh, that one is the Eru Erufu one. Uh, essentially, uh, the character's name is L L. Basically, L eleven uh, in German. Mm. Because, and I would not recommend watching the anime this is from because it is a horrible train wreck. Of a giant mecha anime series that I have not completed. Does it involve trains being wrecked? No, it involves vampires, rape, giant space Nazis, ancient civilizations. Fuck all that I know. (laughs) I'm not joking about that. All of those are actually in the series, and they don't try and explain half of those. I'm going to stick with Produce 48. (laughs) I mean, other than the rape, that also sounds like Doctor Who. No, it's not. Because uh, wait, say all that again. Giant robots, space Nazis. Says so just a vampires. Sweet. There's vampires in Doctor Who. Uh, ancient civilizations. Also Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. 
the rape. I mean, I don't recall if there is, but I don't think so. But, I mean, skip that. There's probably some sort of allegory for it somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. I'm saying it could have been describing Doctor Who. (laughs) Yeah. But if you you want to stomach it, it's called Valid Rape. No, I'm good. No, no. Cut out the name. No one should watch it, probably. It sounds bad. Okay, so this week we're not going to, I don't think we're going to be able to get into parking lot stuff, which is fine. We don't need to. Parking lot stuff? What? So at the end, what we, we call parking lot is that if there's a kind of overcompensating topic we want to get into, but we don't want to get into it when we're talking about our stuff, we just parking lot that and go, we'll talk about it at the end. Okay. Which there really wasn't a need for it this time. Yeah. We didn't have anything parking lot-ish. I mean, we did typically talk a lot about books, but... Yeah. Yeah, but it seemed like it f- flowed. It didn't disrupt the flow. Yeah. And I got through all my list of things. I don't really have anything else to I, talk I think about. The, I've just been tired. The only thing I, I... Well, we did that last week. Did we talk about Roar last time? Uh, like, go, little, like, deep into it? No, we really oh, didn't delve deep yeah. into it. We just kind of, like, don't judge it, and then we left it at that. I think that's... Okay, so we did talk about it. I couldn't remember if we talked about it or not. Yeah. So the last thing before we go, there's one question. Cause I, I don't know if we've recorded since this, or just we just forgot to bring it up. Did you all hear Yanni or Laurel? Uh, at first I heard Yanni, but then it switched to Laurel, and I couldn't make myself hear Yanni again. I heard Laurel all the way through. I wasn't on your boat, where I could hear, I heard Yanni first, and then went to Laurel. And if I, like, like, not focus hard enough, I, I can hear Yanni again, but that's, mm-hmm. but not, not as easily as Laurel. Did you see that stupid video the White House made? No. Oh, we need to watch that, I guess. Okay. They're trying to sort of make fun of themselves and, like, using the Yanny Laurel thing, and it's just like, Oh. I feel like I might have heard of this, but I don't recall. Shut all the way up. (laughs) Trump is literally, like, I can't even anymore. This isn't about politics. This is about good versus evil. I'm, like, done. Like. That's a different podcast for a different day. Sorry, I didn't mean to drag it down. I'm just like, I hate people now. Here's a funny bit. A mm. friend of mine basically posted that the uh, White House is having a open house job fair. Job fair <laughs> because they can't keep people in the White House. Yeah, I'm like, that's, really? That sounded really weird. That's hilarious. That's for a different podcast. Okay. All right, but with that we may never start because I don't have time. <laughs> yeah, just... I've been trying to start a political podcast with Pepsi forever, and we just haven't been able to. Oh my god. I would, but the thing is, I'm already too angry right now. I'm just like, literally, we're, like, uh, history is repeating itself in a horrible, horrible way. We all need to be doing as much as we can to make sure that we don't look back on this and be the people, like, like in Germany, being like, how did we let this happen? We can't do that. We just got to be active. Without getting too much into it, go vote. That's, I mean, whatever outcome you want, go vote for it. Mm -hmm. Just don't be an evil cunt or son of a bitch, whatever. Okay, like you that. said in that post you sent me, just don't. Yeah, what was it? Don't be a stupid cunt. Yeah, don't be a stupid cunt. It's like we talked about off mic. It's really hard. Yeah, but it's just a lot of work. All right. You know what? I'm not sorry. No, I need to stop. Apologizing. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. I need to stop <laughs> apologizing for shit. It's too late to apologize. It's, it's too, too late. Too late to apologize. This has been a presentation of Front Row Geeks. Adios.